Hello, my friends, it's Andy and Hedy coming live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. I was reading my notes from church today. Oh. <laughs> there is, uh, these are productions of ResurrectMinistry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel every corner of the earth. We have Bible resources, worship bands, pastors you may never have heard of. Take a peruse on the website, see if there's something that interests you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have a question or your prayer request, whatever it may be. Um, we'd love to help you out, and uh, we'd love to receive your prayer if you want to pray for us. If this ministry blesses you in any way, please click the Donate Now button uh, and contribute whatever your heart desires. That'll be a blessing to us. Yes, make sure you comment and let us know what you think about the devotional or about any of our comments or if you have some unique comments of your own or you have a prayer request, make sure and put that into the comments if you're watching live. And even if you're watching the replay, go ahead and do that because um, we should see it. Yes. Should. Uh, but we're on a lot of different platforms right now. And uh, once again, we are on Instagram. New. This is our second our second time on Instagram. Uh, it's a little bit funky because we have it on our lower screen here. Uh, and we have to mute our side of the uh, the program here. So that's why we were a little bit thrown off at the beginning. <laughs> I didn't know how hear... to predict the sound. <laughs> usually we can hear the uh, the music. I have a video to play later, so I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. But anyway, we'll figure all that out. That's not for you to worry about. That is for us to worry about. Uh, all right, we're reading. Oh, no, wait, sorry, I forgot. We need to make sure that you go to our sponsors down there in the description. LifeWise is one of those sponsors. Use the URL livelifewise.tv and uh, check out all the products that are on the website. It's a Christian-run um, uh, business, and uh, the people that run it are amazing. Uh, StreamYard is the other platform that we're using. Uh, use getstreamyardnow.com. That's uh, how we go live to you. And we are now able to go live on Instagram. That is through StreamYard. So um, make sure and check that out. And uh, just for those of you that um, are new, we're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Rumble. and Rumble. And so make sure and check it out. Uh, today, our scripture is, we have a couple different things going on here. <laughs> there we go. Philippians 3, 17 through 21. Philippians 3, 17 through 21. So make sure and uh, go to that when you um, have a chance that you'll be prepared when we um, get to that section of our devotional. All right. So for December 17th, uh, the title uh, of the Tozier for the Christian Leader is God Send us tears. God send us tears. Philippians 3, 18 and 19 is the reference for Tozier. And he says, for many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. The Bible was written in tears, and to tears it will yield its best treasures. God has nothing to say to the frivolous man. The psalmist often wrote in tears. The prophets could hardly conceal their heavy-heartedness, and the Apostle Paul, in his otherwise joyous epistle to the Philippians, broke into tears when he thought of the many who were enemies of the cross of Christ and whose end was destruction. Those Christian leaders who shook the world, one 
and all men of sorrows, whose witness to mankind welled out of heavy hearts. There is no power in tears per se, but tears and power ever lie close together in the church of the firstborn. The whole Christian family stands desperately in need of a restoration of penitence, humility, and tears. May God send them soon. <laughs> this being so, Lord, I pray this morning that you would break me and send the tears. Amen. Wow. I, I have a hard time saying amen to that. Yeah. So what's what's on your mind? I don't like being broken. Mm. I definitely don't want to pray to be broken. Um, I have prayed, Lord, break my heart for what breaks yours. I have prayed that prayer before. Uh, but I think it's, I mean, I think some of the best breakthroughs I've had in faith have been when I was crying. So I totally get that. Um, I also like that he said, um, it's not the power, there's no power in the tears, but the tears and power lie close together in the church of the firstborn. So the more we're on our knees in repentance, crying out to God as a church, the more power there is in hmm. the church. And I think that's kind of cool and, and true. Wow. I see Carrie says the sound is weird. Is anybody else hearing um, uh -oh. an odd sound like we're underwater? Um, hopefully, well, not hopefully, it's only Carrie. <laughs> that sounds bad. Look at the internet reception bed. Oh, what is going on? We have nothing else on today. The kids aren't even here. Yeah, none, none of, of the kids. kids. <laughs> so let us know if you hear anything. And those of you on Instagram, let us know if you hear an odd thing that, we, or our, that our audio sounds weird. Um, but, uh, you know, what I think about in this devotional is, is that we need to have tears. At least that's what I'm getting from it. I could be completely wrong. Tears about those that will not know Jesus so will not have a, a totally relationship with other him. theme of this. Yeah. And I, and I very quickly go to, especially those that are in charge essentially of the, the health and education of our children. Um, all the way from kindergarten up into our universities that they are so bent on doing anything against what they would uh, think is a Christian belief or a God-centered belief. That their, their motivation isn't what is necessarily right. I, I, I see this in many things that I'm, I'm finding out about the teachers' union and uh, Planned Parenthood, that their, their decisions aren't based necessarily on what is right and wrong. It's what is against God. Yeah. Right, which to them is the definition of right and wrong, and and now even kind of like you, is that it? It I have this difficulty having tears for them, even like I, I should have tears for them. Yes, <laughs> right, because they're perishing. I'm just so angry uh, about. We have some weird underwater. What, what it is that we're doing? Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. And you, did we check to see the mic? On yep, the, the mic is on the roadcaster. That was the first thing okay. I checked. Um, oh, it's on and off, so it's not consistently. Um, 
So I don't know how to reconcile that. I mean, I can, I can reconcile. um, I mean, I can have emotions and tears for, you know, family members that don't know God simply because like uh, my oldest daughter, she says she, she believes in a God. That's that that answer you get from many people who are afraid to commit to the presence of God. And I am sad for her um, because she's so close. Absolutely. Um, and she's not doing it because necessarily she's doing it because she hates the thought of God. She's just not sure. She's just, right. I think, I think more or less. Um, and then we have people that we've been talking about recently that don't want to give in to being uh, led by somebody other than themselves. Right. Subject to the authority of. Right. So those people I can, I go, no, you don't understand the freedom that comes with being a slave to God. Yes, it, it, it's it's an odd concept, but it is freeing. <laughs> yeah. It is a freedom that they will never learn uh, unless they give it, you know, are born again and give in to the power of God and Absolutely. his love. Um, but these other folks, I, I really have a tough time oh. giving in to. Well, there's something to pray about. I know. And yeah, I don't want tears either. I mean, I, I listen to songs now, like uh, the... The, the song that was played at church today via video, which at first I thought was odd. The, the band was just up there. Why right. don't they play the song? <laughs> yeah. But then you understand that in a pre-recorded video, you have a lot of uh, things you can use. Cinematography. You can use the power of, um, of editing in the sense that you make it sound more powerful. Yeah. Um, and in the end, I forgot all about what I originally was thinking, like, why are they playing a video of a song when the whole band was just there? Right. The same band that's on the video. And then it hit me. It just it was powerful. It really And was. I began to cry and had tears from that song. Um, it was awesome. It, it was amazing. So I don't mind those tears. I don't mind those tears. I, know, I don't mind any tears. I just don't want to be broken. Yes. So to me, the definition of broken and breaking um, is following in the footsteps of Christ. He was broken, but it, it is really frightening to me to be broken. Mm. Uh, it's um, people say this in context of the current war, also between Israel and Hamas, that it, they have a hard time praying for Palestinians or for Hamas. But we want, you know, everybody to come to saving faith. You know, I, I can. You remember I wrote an article on Jesus. They do. Yeah. And I can pray for many of them when you see how their children are educated. It's much like what the uh, Democrats, the left, whatever, whatever, whoever you want to say, the, the teacher genes. They're the, the, what they're trying to do is it to just simply take over and indoctrinate the kids, not allowing the parents to have any involvement uh, in, the, in the teachings right. or uh, even being told what secrets may be shared with them. They, they want to have control so they can control their minds right. to, to hate America, to think that there's more than two genders to all these types of things. In uh, in Palestine, the uh, Hamas, the leadership of Palestine, uh, allows only the education of the, the Jews are evil. Right. The Jews are the devil. <laughs> the Jews, that's the only kind of teaching that's allowed. And so we have to pray for those children because they know nothing else. Right. Um, it's not necessarily their fault. 
And so that's another, another issue. Yeah. And when they become adults, you know, they've been so indoctrinated by the time they become adults now. Clearly Nothing's going to change this no? situation without Jesus. No. Wow. All right. Let's uh, see what uh, God has to say in Philippians 3. Philippians 3. Oh, wait. Oh. This is the message version. Um, oh, yeah. We switched it over. I think that's a little too weird. Me and Andy went through a couple of versions to understand what exactly um, was the context of this certain part. So um, you heard the part that Andy read already, but I'm going to read the context, the beginning and after verses. So Apostle Paul is talking to um, the believers at the time, and he's telling them, brethren, join me, follow my example, and note that those who walk as us, those who walk as you have seen us, be a pattern for many walk of whom i've told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of christ and whose end is destruction god is their belly and whose glory is in their shame we set their mind who set their mind on earthly things but our citizenship is heaven for which we eagerly await the savior our lord jesus christ who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to do and to do all things to himself. Amen. Amen. So what I was looking up is what are the various translations of who will transform our lowly body, conforming it to his glorious body. And there is some discussion, I think, um, in Christian circles about this Christ-likeness in other words, that, you know, we will get a glorified body. We are supposed to be, uh, we become more and more like Christ, to look like Christ, um, to act like Christ. And it's interesting to think about uh, how close that likeness will be. So um, the way Pastor Jack teaches it, he says that you're in your glorious body, you'll still be recognizable as you. Uh, but do we all have attributes of Christ that makes us Christ-like? I know it's just an interesting thought that he, um, some commentators say no, when it means um, he'll transform it to the likeness of his glorious body just means in comparison, he's got a glorious body, we can have a glorious body. But others say no, it's literally transforming us into a body. Wow. <laughs> right away uh, you know does your mind go into well i wonder what this boy looks like right yeah I've been, and you're, you've been working hard at the gym yes <laughs> that won't matter a hoot when we get there really? absolutely not are they gonna have a ufc gym for me to go to when i go to heaven no you're not gonna what? need to, nor what do you mean? You want to you're gonna eat all that you want and never gain a pound does that mean i don't have to go in the beautiful and like your your best the, the best you Ever. Wow. I won't have to go into the cryotherapy booth at 155 below zero. Nope. Oh, my goodness. I actually have learned to look forward to it. I learned to like it. That'd be crazy. Strange. <laughs> Strangely enough. That'd be a little crazy. <laughs> All right. Let's see what our peeps are saying other than our sound is wonky. Uh, we got Kelly Elliott saying hello. Hey, Kelly. Nice to see you. And Lisa saying hello. Carrie saying Lisa and Sunday, Carrie. Sunday blessings. Um, Sunday blessings. 
we went to our second service today at church and it wasn't as, as awesomeness as our yeah. first service. We were meant to be at second service. I'm going to, oh, I have a whole story. I have okay. a whole story. Um, praying that is very difficult. Praying for tears. Breaking. Gary yeah. <laughs> um, says, blessed are they who mourn. Being, uh, been doing that, a lot of that for that, for what is going on in the world. That's powerful. Yes. Lisa. Hard praying for someone who does such evil. Yes. Absolutely. Should you put a little Philippines banner on? Yes, we can do that. We can flip that switch. Oops, it's in banners. I'm sorry. Um, and on Instagram, you know, I want to say we have Michelle, which is uh, Brenly's mom, hey. which is awesome. We're not sure if she's still watching because the, the numbers have gone up and down. Andrew, which is uh, uh, Kelly's best friend. Cool. On the lacrosse team, which is awesome. Jan Springer, which is my first girlfriend in elementary school. <gasps> Girlfriend in second grade, yeah. Uh, and uh, oh, she is so she's the one, she's the one watching. And Timothy, uh, is a handler that I trained for uh, narcotics detection. Awesome, uh, an awesome man of God, he is amazing. Uh, yeah, Melanie, Mary, Johnson. Melanie Johnson, Hi, Melanie. from my um mastermind group awesome. in San Diego. That's great, I have a whole completely different uh, audience there, yeah. Um and another comment came up. We got Kevin. Hey, Kevin, what's happening? Hey, Kevin. What's <laughs> uh, up? Garden nice, City, Michigan. Nice to see you. Um, so, yes. Are we done with the devotional right now? I think so. Okay. I mean, we may back up. We were, we, you know, we had the Holy Spirit radio telling us today that everything's on track, even with our preacher, because Pastor Bob referred both to Hosea 10, 12, about uh plowing the fallow ground yeah. like whoever speaks to Jose and, and plowing the fallow ground yes and Hooterville you Wait. mentioned Hooterville I was just going to share okay that. I'm not sorry I didn't mean to throw <laughs> your thunder Andy has a whole story shugs so I know. But, but no I'll bring it all together even even though you ruined it okay <laughs> I'm still a punchline so yesterday we were uh, just randomly talking about old TV shows. Was it randomly? It was ran in the sense that we were having a discussion about stuff. No, I think Kevin brought up Hooterville. Somebody, yes, we weren't. It wasn't from the devotion. Oh right, and it wasn't from the Bible. Oh, we Hooterville was not in the devotional. No, it was some Pitsacansi <laughs> or some other town that. You're right. <laughs> And somebody's mentioned Hooterville. And and you did not know what Hooterville was. And you wondered. Because uh, A.W. Tozier wasn't watching uh, Petticoat Junction. No. <laughs> when he wrote the No. <laughs> but somebody commented about Hooterville. And you asked, is that where Hooters is? <laughs> right. And the answer was no. And so, um, it's just, it was just interesting that having this discussion yesterday. It was just like this little side thing that came up. Yes. Right? And so now I'm going to try this. I'm not sure how long I can put the sound. There is no sound. And a lot of our folks are on and they can hear that. Yeah, if I keep it low enough, you won't be able to hear it. But I'm going to play uh, from today's message on in second service of Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm playing a little bit above, uh, before it, so you know the context. So it's important to hear the context. So here is... 
today uh, on second service from uh, Pastor Bob. In Israel, actually, in Bethlehem fields. But why Bethlehem? It is prophesied. It is true. Bethlehem has had significance in the Old Testament. It is where David was born. Other things happened there as well. But what's important to notice is what it says in the text. Maybe we can put Micah 5, 2 up there just one more time so we don't miss it. Micah 5 and verse 2. Please notice. As for you, Bethlehem, you are too little to be among the clans of Judah. What's he talking about? He's talking about back in Joshua when all the cities were assigned to tribes and they are listed. A hundred and some cities and towns and villages are all listed, given to Judah. Guess who's not in the list? Bethlehem. Bethlehem was the Hooterville of ancient Israel. It was tiny. It was so small. And God's making this point. This town of no significance that's not even on the map, that's the one I'm choosing. And it tells us a principle that we see all through the scriptures. God chooses insignificant places and insignificant people for his glory. So I just wanted to play up to that point where, see, it was Kevin. and so it was Kevin that said Hooterville. Benton was like Hooterville. And exactly. so, and I know this seems very strange for us to bring this up in a, in a devotional, except for here we are on a devotional yesterday talking about Hooterville. Never on uh, in the three years that I've been doing this devotional. No, have I ever heard the word. Have I ever said anything about Hooterville? And never has Kevin been on the show to bring up Hooterville. We had an explanation about what Hooterville was. Today, in second service at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, of all the churches in the world, we happen to be sitting in a seat where the pastor brings up Hooterville. Hooterville. <laughs> you know, what's even stranger is that we've only gone to first service of Anaheim, yes. East Anaheim. We only go to first. I watched the first service of East Anaheim. Oh, did you? He did not mention Hooterville. No. I swear. No. Oh it, I, God, watched the whole I watched the whole thing. Holy Spirit Radio, folks. So he doesn't mention Hooterville. We go to second service, which we've never done before. That is the only service that he mentioned Hooterville. So let me bring up something in scripture. Now, you're gonna, how are you going to tie this to God? I, it's God. Well, what do you mean, how do you tie it to God? But God, Kevin says. Kevin says, exactly. But God. But here, uh, in, in the same message, right after uh, Pastor Bobby is talking about that, he brings up uh, 1 Corinthians 1, 27-29. And, and, and basically in 27, it says, But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that we are, that are, so that no one may boast before him. So I love that first part where it says that God chose the foolish things. And I've talked about that before, where we've had these things happen to us before, and they seem foolish. But I, I think... Like I said, I was telling, I think, Zara when we were having dinner, or maybe we were talking about it too, that the little crumbs that God leaves to let us know that he exists. Absolutely. And sometimes they're foolish things. Yes. What do you think about this whole thing? Oh, uh, to me, there, it's never strange. It's the Holy Spirit radio telling you you're exactly where you should be, daughter. You are walking in, in every second. And also to teach his majesty mm. that um, not only do I know and see um, but I'm orchestrating it all and I know it before you know it will happen it just is there's just uh, 
there's this comfort in it. Mm -hmm. There's a comfort where to me, I just go, I thank you. Just to know and hear from him um, that he's there. Right. I know before you know where you're going to go. So I think we always want it to be something spectacular. Mm. You know, like, uh, you know, God, I wish I just, I need a million dollars just to change my life. And then we go out the front door and inside of Amazon boxes, a million dollars. So we want it to be big. But I, I kind of like that it's these little things that kind of like, just go, wow, how, how is that possible? Is, is there any church, you know, if we could look at any message from any church in the world? If it had been mentioned Hooterville. <laughs> well, I think also, and the whole message was about, do you know you're born again? Do you know that God lives not next to you or around you, but inside of you? Um, do you know that um, you've been given a new life? And I think it's, this is just another reason with uh, another reason why we do know that. And I just, uh, all from all the examples he gave you, they just made me smile and they brought me such comfort and made me giggle at times mm -hmm. that yes, I do know I have certainty of faith. Um, and that is truly a gift. And these little, these little crumbs he gives us is just a reminder. Right. Yeah. It was, um, I, I, I just was sitting there getting ready for the show and thought, you know what, let me see if we even mentioned it in first service. And then when I didn't, when he didn't, he went through the whole That's same part of the message where he was talking about, you know, why Bethlehem, you know, oh. does Bethlehem is this really tiny little place. Yeah. So it wasn't even on the list of places of, of where they were going to plant a church or some old explanation, but uh, he got through that whole thing and never said that at all. Wow. Yeah, it is pretty wild. Um, Carrie says. It so, so often happens like that. Yep. And I'm with Hedia on the Holy Spirit radio. <laughs> AMRFM. <laughs> it's 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 better than am and fm yes <laughs> above the satellite supersonic hey david everett nice to see you on instagram and he says hey guys listening in from instagram um well maybe he's in like utah or something. oh he didn't finish the sentence no or maybe he did but we just don't see it lake oh lake <laughs> of course lake I, I know david everett <laughs> Lisa says, many, many times humbled on my weakness and saw and felt God's greatness. That's the best time, right? Um, verily, God is with the humble and the meek. That's, a, that's another scripture he went through today. I think this also shows, and I've said this to people often, that, that God has a sense of humor. Yes. Right? Like, out of all the things that we talked about yesterday, that's the thing he chose to I don't know what else would have been as remarkable because he talked about Hosea. Oh, you yeah. weren't as, in, in, as impressed with the fallow ground <laughs> as I was. It's not like that's the common scripture that, that everybody chooses to talk about Jesus in Christmas. You know what I mean? There's nothing to do with Jesus in Christmas. And yet we heard it twice. Well, I think there was a message for both of us. One for the intellectual, Hedy Amiramati, and one for the goofball. And that was me. Hooterville! <laughs> I he just thought he got, I got to drop two. I'm going to give one to Hedy. I'm going to give one to Andy. Yeah. Guess which is which. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny. What else about today's message with Pastor Bob did, uh, did jump out at you? Um, 
I think that's the majority of it is just the importance of, oh, and so in his explanation to people to know that you are saved and to know that you're born again and to know that the spirit of God lives in you, there are people who will never get it. And that's sad too, similar to what Paul's saying. We have to grieve for people that don't get it, that don't understand the importance of um, the birth and death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And then I also loved, he says, there were two groups of people that came to see um, the new um, born son to see Christ. And it was the Magi and the shepherds. And he says, who are the shepherds? The shepherds are young. They're actually young, the, low, the lowest of society. And then you have the Magites who are sophisticated, intellectual, and wealthy. And he's saying, and we have everything in between. So he is the God of the lowly and the wealthy. Mm. Uh, and so I love that example too. Mm. But again, you know, just, uh, oh, and then he goes after, you know, if you do uh, sincerely seek God, you will find him. And that's always what I witness with as well, which is, you know, you don't have to take my word for it. Um, seek him and you'll find him. Right. My favorite part always is just I, I constantly need reminding because I always question my place in being able to be someone who speaks about God to other people. Mm. That being that being my job that He's handed me, I think I'm not I'm not worthy. <laughs> I just I'm constantly like, really? I just doesn't make any sense. I mean, how is it possible that He's using me uh, to share His word? his message uh, to anybody. Uh, but yet in the message, Bob was very uh, clear that that is what he does. He often has and always has. What I heard is a great, um, very famous pastor was with his mentor. And he said, you realize, you know, he's been a pastor for 30 years. He said, do you realize I still struggle with why? Why does Jesus love me? And his mentor looked at him and says, you realize that has nothing to do with you because he is loving. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, think about it. Flip the script. It's not because we're lovable. It is because he is loving. Ah. And his loving has no, has no ends and it has no bounds and it has no limits and it has no particularity. It is for everyone. It is available as an endless reservoir for any who wants to take from it. it is the, that's why they call it the living water. That's why they call it, call it the bread of life. It is available to anyone. So we don't have to say to ourselves, why? How could God love me? Because he's loving. That's who he is. That is love. So it's not because we've done anything great or worthy of being loved. Oh. I love that. Isn't it? It makes a lot more sense. No, it makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is an interesting point Kevin makes. This one? Yes. Ironically, today both Hooterville, Bethlehem, and Fenton are full of Muslims. <laughs> That's so crazy. Hooterville, too? Yeah. Where is Hooterville? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> is, is there Pennsylvania or something? We read it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's wild, Kevin. And you actually know that about Hooterville, too, because I know Bethlehem. <laughs> yeah, Bethlehem, we know for sure. That and uh, Fenton. Fenton, we know for sure. Yeah. Wow. Jerry says, 
Uh, the shepherds were the first to see the babe, and the magi saw the young child. Yes. Yeah, I never thought about that, but the shepherds are kids, children. Right. And uh, they weren't a bunch of old men like we see on, right. on some With beards, you know, pictures or cards. Um, they are the young children. Wow. Um, your mom's uh, getting out of the hospital? Uh, she's Get out. To that. She's home. Thank Good. you all for your prayers. Your prayers worked. Um, and she can expect a full recovery from yes. this, this, this. All thing. done. Wow. That's pretty good. That is great. <laughs> now we just got to pray for uh, Alexa, who is her caretaker. Yes. Yes. That would be, she uh, needs prayer. It's a lot of work to be, take care of people. 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. That's a saint right there. Yeah. Well. That's saint right yeah, for sure. Yay for your mom. Thank you, Kevin. We appreciate that. All right. Anything else, Snugs? I think we got it. Yeah. You sure? We're so. giving them a break because if we're, hopefully we're, I don't know if we're, we're still underwater or not, but you know, I don't know why our signal is weak. We're down to one bar on the, uh, and we just replaced all the equipment. So it'll be, uh, I'll make another phone call to uh, Spectrum. So it's not how many streams are on. No, no, never know. Technology is so weird, folks. Yeah, it makes no sense. But uh, yeah, we'll give you guys a break. Thank you for all the people that were watching on Instagram. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. I like being on a, on a new platform with different people. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Any, Love you uh, guys. And any... hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Yeah. You want no prayer? You want to pray? Oh, we can pray. <laughs> Always love to pray. Yes. <sighs> Uh, dear Lord, um, thank you. Thank you for your son. Thank you for the blood. Uh, he is the Alpha, the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He was the word and he was the word with God. And he came in flesh and dwelt among us. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. It's way beyond Christmas. It's way beyond any holiday. Um, it's way beyond the reason for the season. It is our salvation. It is our eternal destiny that he holds in his hand. And we are so grateful. Those of us that do know you, Lord, and we pray and um, bring us to tears, Lord. Break our heart for what breaks yours, that um, everyone should come to saving faith. Our loved ones, our community, um, the people in Israel and Palestine, throughout the Middle East, all the Muslims, so one, mil one billion, however there may be, Lord, that they will have this extraordinary awakening coming to you by the thousands um, coming to saving faith in Christ. Uh, we love you, Lord, for all that you do in and through us. Um, give us good health. Give us provision without measure um, and um, faith and joy during this holiday season. We love you, Lord. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my friends. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. God bless. Take care. Oh, there's my, there it is. All right. Goodbye.